now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. And, uh, man, we've been putting on the miles here, uh, traveling back and forth from Air Venture. Hopefully you enjoyed the last three episodes of the big show. Uh, as we, uh, you know, we, we did a lot of recording with uh, people that we met at the uh, at the event. They broke all the records. Yeah, like uh, almost 700,000 people attended Air Venture in Oshkosh. So it was well worth doing three full shows or practically doing three full shows there from the event. But we are back in the studio today to kind of not rehash old stuff, but kind of go back and talk about the challenges we had uh, getting to Air Venture. We got to cover that base because we didn't cover it on the. You know, on those broadcasts, because we had too much uh, other stuff going on. But I will say, I don't know if the planets weren't aligned quite right, or we had, uh, you know, didn't sacrifice a chicken to the right god or something or whatever. But, boy, getting out to Air Venture almost didn't happen for me. Uh, you think there, Dennis? You know, it, it it worked out well for me. So it all depends on which side of the, the equation you were on. Because, yeah. Well, I was you know, on the, the, the bad side, <laughs> that's for sure. But having traveled a week prior, um, I was out in Oklahoma City helping pick up an airplane, and I had kind of the similar delays that you did. We were delayed, you know, almost five hours on, you know, what should have been a milk run trip from, yeah. you know, Atlanta to Oklahoma City. Right. But because of weather and everything else, the inbound planes delayed, and God knows what excuses they come up with. You know, mm-hmm. here we are rolling in. And that was Oklahoma City at midnight yeah. instead of eight o'clock. Right before we had to go to Air Venture, that was like yeah. the day before he was flying on uh, Delta, and you got delayed in Atlanta. Is that what it was? Or yep, where that was? It was in Atlanta that yeah. we got the delay. Right, and then uh, yeah, I, I went and flew a plane. It was the weekend before we were leaving for Air Venture, mm-hmm. and you know, come home and literally unpack a suitcase for one day, and then throw my stuff back in a bag and go back out to the airport for the same flights again to and get a to leaky tent uh, that's a whole nother story yeah you heard about that last week <laughs> but you know the thing is uh you know you've been hearing all this stuff on the news how air travel is uh, kind of crazy right now and it'd been a few weeks since i'd been out there but i will say i had one of the worst uh excursions or or you know travel experiences ever uh, trying to get out to uh, Air Venture, and I almost gave up because what happened is I had to fly from Orlando to um, Atlanta, and then we were me and uh, Dennis were going to meet in Atlanta, and then fly together to Milwaukee, and then drive to Air Venture in Oshkosh. That was the plan on a Sunday uh, before the show, and and what happened was we had an afternoon flight. We were supposed to meet in Atlanta around I don't know four or five o'clock p.m. Uh, you know, get to the airport. I'm there, you know, like two o'clock, plenty of time. And I was flying first class. So I had access to the Sky Club. And so I get there and I'm like, wow, there's a lot of people here. Thank God I don't get a, I don't got a Waller with the, the low class folks. 
That's what you tell yourself. You just you, want the free food. And well, there, yeah, exactly. And God knows I needed them on this one because little did I know I was going to end up spending eight hours at the airport waiting for my flight to take off. Eight hours. I had never had that happen before. Now, yeah, I've seen all the stories of people saying they've been stuck on a, you know, the tarmac for hours and hours, and but it never happened to me. I've been, you know, I've been diverted and landed on other airports that they had to because of weather, and I got delayed an hour or two here or there, you know. But eight hours? What are you kidding me? But but Greg, you hadn't even gotten on a plane yet. It wasn't like you were stuck at an intermediate terminal or something somewhere. You were still in Orlando. I was. And, you never and, left. You know, they kept, uh, first they delayed it by like 20 minutes, as they do. And then they said, okay, now we're waiting on our flight crew. And it's coming in on this other plane, a couple gates down. As soon as they come in, they got to clean the plane. We'll get uh, boarding. We're like, okay. You know, they kind of make it sound like it's going to be another 20 minutes. I'm like, well, this is going to take at least a half an hour to an hour. And, of course, it was closer to an hour later. They finally show up. But the crew comes to the front of the line, and everyone starts uh, applauding, like, okay, we're going to finally take off. You know, now we're behind schedule by, you know, by an hour and a half. And uh, But I see the crew talking to the gate agents, and they're scrambling, looking at their cell phones, like all concerned. I'm like, uh-oh, this isn't good. There's something else going on. And, and they never said uh, anything about it. They didn't make an announcement about it, but I could tell that something was wrong because they weren't letting the flight crew on the plane. And weren't, weren't, they weren't uh, opening up the, the door for them to go on board and clean up the plane and do what they needed to do to prepare for us uh, boarding. So that was a bad sign. Finally, they came back on and said, well, it's been delayed again. Or actually, matter of fact, they didn't even announce it. It just popped up on my phone as an announcement. Like, uh, your flight's been delayed, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, dang on it. So uh, next thing you know, it's you know, it's 30 minutes. And then then they, they delay it two hours. I'm like, what? Oh, crap. Okay. And I was already getting antsy, thinking like, uh, if, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna miss my connection with Dennis in Atlanta. What am I gonna do? And I started looking at the schedule, and I see there's a later flight. There was a chance I could maybe get a later flight from Atlanta to Milwaukee. He could go ahead and take the flight we had scheduled, and then I'd meet him later that night, uh, and, and that would give me a bigger window uh, for the connection in Atlanta. So I go back up to the Sky Club, and I. I start talking, you know, I try, I'm trying to do this on the app and it, you know, it doesn't let you do everything right. But luckily, since I had access, I had my concierge service uh, agent there at the Delta Sky Club to help me out. And by the end of the day, by the way, we were on a first name basis. Hey, Greg, what's going on? You know, we became good buds. She was very friendly and very nice, was very accommodating. And, and I, uh, but I literally had to go up two or three or four times to try to, adjust my schedule, you know, flip this flight, that kind of thing. Let's do this, do let's do that. Uh, and, you know, going back and forth, I, I came so close to saying, okay, you know, after about three or four hours, I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm just going to go home and maybe I'll try to fly out the next day and reschedule something. But she kept saying, well, no, I can get you on this other flight. And I'm like, okay, all right. So I go back to the bar, order a drink and you know, I'm like, all right, good. And next thing you know, my original flight I'm booked on now is leaving. And then the one that I rebooked for is now delayed another two hours. <laughs> I mean, it just kept going all over the place. And this was all like some kind of weather delay or whatever. I mean, 
Uh, we had some storms that were coming through uh, Florida earlier that day that kind of backed up the system in Atlanta and Orlando, I guess. I don't know what the heck was going on. The weather didn't seem that bad while I was at the airport all day. But anyway, the system was a mess. And, uh, and I literally, you know, kept getting delayed and delayed. And my flight that was supposed to take off, you know, like at uh, 4 p.m., didn't take off until uh, like 11.30 p.m. I was not a happy camper. And then the kicker was, I was like, well, uh, you know, I'll get to Atlanta. I got to, you know, they kept delaying it, delaying it. And I was like, you know, next thing you know, I was like, okay, our arrival, I'm going to have 15 minutes before the next flight till Milwaukee takes off. I'm like, I'm not going to make this. I'm going to get stranded in Atlanta, but whatever, I'll deal with it. And then I'll get out of flight, you know, the next morning. So we land. You know, it's like 1230 at night. The flight is supposed to take off at 1230. And it's literally at the opposite end of the terminal that we land at. Of course, that's, you know, law of averages is just the way things work, right? So get off the plane, haul ass. I, I was like OJ without the murder uh, stuff going on, running through the uh, airport. I'd never run through an airport so much in my life. I get right up to the gate and they slam the doors closed. Final boarding is done. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, but you know, I kind of, I thought it was very slim to none that I was going to make it anyway, but I wasn't alone. There were already people up against the window waving to the pilot of the plane that was flying to Milwaukee. Like, please, please. And they're like on their knees, like, let us in, let us in. And uh, I'll tell you what happened. Did I get to Milwaukee that night? You're going to have to stick around and find out on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plain Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. All the hiring for the new pilots, the main focus is going to be diversity. What? (laughs) Diversity? Not the best pilots you can find? The ones with the most hours of experience? Nope, diversity. I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of flying all the time with these white pilots landing safely and on time. <laughs> Boring. This is Just Plain Radio. Gregor Copilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. All right, so uh, here's the deal. Uh, I get to Atlanta on my flight to, uh, you know, as we're trying to traverse to Air Venture, and we re- arrive late. I run like the Dickens from one end of, I think it was Terminal D to the other end in Atlanta. I mean, as far as you could possibly go in one ter- terminal, of course. It's just, you know, that's just how it works, right? And I, I get, uh, I, I can see the door and I see it close shut. And then I see the, you know, the up on the board, it says, uh, you know, boarding is finalized or something to that effect. I'm like, great. But there's these people uh, in the window already, and they're like making faces at the pilot through the window. There's like, you know, 10 of them. It, it wasn't a small group. And, and there were a bunch of people behind me on the flight that were trying to make this connection as well. Next thing you know, we have like 20 people at the gate. And the uh, gate agent comes out of the door and there, everybody goes, oh, please, please open it up. Let it, we, we really want to go. We run. And she's like, oh, I, you know, they already closed it. It's shut down. I don't know. She goes, you know what? Hold on. Hold on. And she picks up the phone. She makes a call. She says, let me see what I can do. I was like, what? They're going to reopen up the flight for us? And, and lo and behold, they did. Uh, you know, I, I got to say props to the Delta <laughs> gate agent there in Atlanta at 1230 at night. She was very nice and very understanding, and she uh, talked to the crew on on board or the pilot, and and they agreed to open up the the flight and uh, and let us on the plane. So I was able to get to Milwaukee after all by the skin of my teeth. <laughs> I mean, it was uh, it was quite an ordeal, but I got there, and you know the rest was was good. But you know, think that I had to wait eight hours in Orlando before even leaving for this trip was torture like i said if i would have had to stay with the unwashed masses in the general terminal and didn't have access to the sky club i think i would have gave up after a couple hours because there weren't there was not a seat to be had in the main terminal and it was pretty busy in the in the sky club too but that made it a little bit more manageable you know with a bourbon 
Or two. I was or three. ask. How, I wonder how that uh, helped on uh, Delta's bottom line. Did they wind up going broke with all of the uh, free drinks? Yeah, I I, I don't know. Uh, you know, but uh, I'll tell you what that uh, Sky Club membership that I have, you know, the access to that, it was man, it paid paid big time for me that day because I would have gave up. I, I honestly would have gave up. And you know, when you're at least a a fairly nice atmosphere. You know, uh, considering what it could have been, you know, makes it easier to tolerate, uh, you know, some of these inconveniences of of your schedule changing constantly like that. And the people were really nice. I mean, they, you know, like I said, the the thing I would complain about overall, obviously, eight hours is way too long. But, you know, I I could have gave up much earlier. But the the thing was, they didn't really uh, tell us what was going on. Uh, that really bothers me, uh, you know. I've, you know, I can understand. You got to get your, you know, stuff done. And but the gate agency, they, our gate agents didn't didn't seem to know what the hell was going on. So they didn't have no, nothing to tell us. They were just on their phones, tweet, you know, tweeting back and forth or texting with they were their texting. higher ups. Yeah, I don't know what they were doing, but uh, but you could tell by the expression on their face they didn't have a clue of what the problem was you know i don't know if the crew was like overextended on time or what the issue was but they were not very good at telling everybody in the terminal what was going on and why it was being delayed especially after the crew arrived and they wouldn't let them on the plane so it was just kind of an odd uh scenario and you know at least you know the the communication is key i think with keeping people uh in check i was really surprised i saw one incident where i thought someone was going to go off and i was going to i was there with my cell phone ready to you know film that viral video like here it is here it comes it's not the same when it's you as the in the subject of the video though greg well i wouldn't have been the subject but you know Uh, this other lady i thought you were filming a selfie of yourself as you were about to go off no i i I can keep my uh, wits about i'll just leave you know i i don't need to cause any kind of ruckus but you know people are hot these days and when they get a little too irritated and you know they go off and this lady came up and she had had enough and she started mouthing off but then i don't know a friend of hers pulled her away before she could really create a scene i was like oh i almost had one <laughs> but uh anyway you know it is what it is and, and you know and overall i got there so it was late it was very late uh and, and you know i i'm not going to i'm not bashing delta Cause I don't, you know, the, here, here's the thing. I don't know whose fault it was. I don't know if it was tower wasn't managing the traffic, right. Or the FAA rules with crew hours or something, or Delta was having a scheduling problem. I, I have no idea why there was such a mess at the airport that day. Uh, you know, but, but you would think if it was just weather, I mean, this has been, we've been having this crazy weather, you know, for the last, I don't know, month. It isn't like this is a new occurrence. And uh, at this point, even when the system is overloaded as it is, I mean, I'll be the first to admit it. There's a lot of people traveling right now. You know, when when the weather throws a wrench into the uh, into the system, you would think they'd have a better way to rebound or, or no, like, okay, this happened last time. Let's change this. So, you know, the delay isn't that bad or, you know, we don't have to have people sitting in the airport for eight hours. You know, because if it was weather related, I mean, the weather couldn't have delayed things for more than an hour or so. You'd that. be surprised because uh, the whole state of Florida was cut off for much of the day on Sunday. 
Um, I don't know if you were watching that, but I was looking back and going, you know, I am glad that we made the decision to fly commercial because we more or less are guaranteed to get to our destination. Right. Where if we had to fly, you know, the Mooney up there, we're much more subject to weather. I mean, I'm not willing to go through thunderstorms just to get to Oshkosh. Yeah, but wait time. a minute, Dennis. You flew up from uh, Fort Myers to Atlanta. You had the same route as I did. Uh, actually, I didn't. I went more west, and our flight was delayed. The inbound plane was delayed. They had to. They, I saw uh, that they they got a different route. The captain was actually telling us that dispatch gave them a different route, and they went out west over the Gulf of Mexico, and then up uh, into uh, uh, Atlanta because yeah. going up through the middle of the state, which was the normal route, uh, was pretty much cut off with storms and so that may have contributed well i'm sure it did all of those flights in and out of orlando those people are all wanting to get in and out there's a finite amount of traffic that they could get in through there through the center and that might have been holding you know all of that backup traffic getting through florida down to miami i tell you what they needed to follow captain dennis's plane that's all they had to do it was (laughs) a simple solution see i'm here to solve all the problems all right we got more coming up on just plane radio Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hi, this is Donna from the Bahamas Ministry of Tourism, Investment, and Aviation. You are listening to Just Plain Radio with Greg, your co-pilot, and Captain Dennis. These guys can dance to the junker new music like no other. Take it away, boys! Whoa, Dennis, look at you go. That's more of a twerk, by the way, as opposed to a junker new. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor co-pilot, Captain Dennis, doing our best to uh, keep this a uh, radio show because God knows you don't want to see what uh, yeah, is happening. that is a sight that they do not want to see. Yeah, no one. Uh, anyway, uh, I didn't mean to turn this into uh, you know a gripe, uh, gripe session uh, about my travels to uh, Oshkosh because we had such a great trip. And despite being stuck in the airport for eight hours, you know, uh, when I look back on it, I got there. Uh, it didn't really uh, interfere with our plans to cover the event. 
and it's good I, I stuck it out. If I would have waited and said, ah, I'll go home and I'll fly back the next day, I, I, good chance we would have missed a full day of the show, which would have really been bad. So uh, I got out there, and once again, props to the gate agent in, in Atlanta for opening up the flight again so we could uh, get out to Milwaukee and then drive over to Oshkosh. So it all worked out in the end. Uh, the bonus for Dennis, however, because like I said, we were planning to meet in Atlanta and then fly from there together, was I was flying first class. He was on standby, and uh, since I didn't make that flight from Atlanta to Milwaukee, he took my uh, first class seat and got upgraded, you son of a bitch. You. Thank you, Greg. Yeah. You're welcome. I don't know. Uh, but I guess if anyone's going to get the uh, standby upgrade, it might as well be you. So they, they took care of Dennis, and uh, we got out there. And then coming back, it was, I didn't have uh, too much problem coming back. No, coming back bit. actually was a lot of fun. In fact, uh, we got a call from my son, who happened to be flying through the Milwaukee area with the business jet. Right. And uh, we actually made a little diversion into Waukesha, Wisconsin, and uh, Captain Greg there got a uh, tour of the Lear 75. Uh, that pretty nice. Of, uh, of Austin. Yeah. Yeah, we watched them take off, and uh, it was a picture-perfect takeoff. Uh, of course it was. cloud in the sky. I mean, uh, he's living the life right now as a, uh, a pilot on a, on a Learjet. God bless him. And uh, the only and thing I, I hated you, you was found that the seat was quite comfortable, didn't you? Greg? I did. I was like, come on, uh, can't, can't we just come along? We're like, nope, get the hell off my plane. <laughs> so <laughs> we still had to fly back, but we were flying back first class. So it all worked out, and everything was relatively on time. Uh, getting back to Florida. So we didn't have as much, uh, any real issues coming back, which was good. But, you know, it's really busy right now. So it depends on the day. You know, I'm getting ready to do some more of this uh, next, uh, right after the show, actually. So hopefully I'll have a more positive experience in my commercial flying uh, for everyone next week. And Well, the uh, good news is you won't have to deal with the typical weather pattern that forms up between Orlando and Atlanta. You're going the other direction. That is true. I'm heading south uh, to the Caribbean. So we'll see what happens, and hopefully things uh, will be a, you know, a little bit more pleasant. But if any you know, moral to the story is like pack your patience, and, and God knows you need to fly general aviation if you can, because I, I think that would have been a much better experience. And honestly, uh, even in your Mooney 201, we, we, we could have got around the storm, Stennis, and it probably would have got me there about the same time. <laughs> well, I guarantee if we would have left 4 o'clock in Orlando, we would have been on the ground before you rolled in at 2 a.m. into the hotel. Right. The only bonus for uh, Dennis is that we were standing at a Hilton, and they have these digital keys, so he didn't have to uh, get up to let me in the hotel room. He just uh, emailed me the key, and, uh, you know, that was, I guess, a uh, little props to them. Technology is uh, at least helping your sleep schedule stay intact. Right, Dennis? Well, that and Uber, because I didn't have to go to the airport to pick you up either. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, sometimes it can work to your favor. And uh, we, we managed okay. Now, uh, there is some uh, other news that we want to uh, talk about. Uh, you know, we saw the folks from Four Flight at AirVenture, but we didn't really get to chat with them much. And I assume, uh, I don't know, did they make this announcement at AirVenture? About the it Apple. actually came out after the show. That's what I, I was um, surprised was... to see that. I was like, so so they uh, brought back their Apple Watch uh, app or something. Is that what it is, or what is it exactly? 
Well, yeah, back when uh, ForeFlight originally launched, they were one of the earliest apps on the Apple Watch. Uh, but they sil- sort of let that um, fall by the wayside and actually discontinued it. Well, it looks like it's back. With the latest version of ForeFlight now, uh, there's actually a companion app that gets installed to let you look at the current weather, current winds, METARs, airport information, uh, things like that. It, what it doesn't do is give you like a map on your wrist to show you, you know, your magenta line, right. but it gives you all of the other information. So you need to quickly look up a frequency for tower. You can just look at your phone. You don't even have to go and change the page you're on in ForeFlight or dig around. It's kind of a neat feature. Yeah. Well, if it's on your, and it would be on your uh, watch as well. That's it, what I'm saying. It's, yeah. you know, right there on your watch. Yeah. So you don't have to, you know, mess around. You can just go look and use your, the, uh, the meter or, you know, use the ForeFlight app on the watch as an right. additional uh, reference library, basically. Well, there, I, I think this is uh, good stuff. I, I'm not sure why they, you know, uh, went away from it for a while or, or, you know, why. I mean, maybe there was some technical thing they were having issues with, but they brought it back. I think it's a good addition. And, uh, yeah, that could come in very handy. And if they tried well, to put the maps on that, though. They're so it's, tiny. It's kind of a small screen, yeah. even with the Ultra. I mean, you and I both have the Apple Watch Ultra because we wanted to be able to dive with them. But, uh, you know, I've never really gotten away from having some sort of aviation function on my Apple Watch. I've been using an app called Watch Metar for years, yeah. which just gives you the current weather conditions nearest to you. That, to me, as a pilot, I love being able to look down and just see the current winds and temperature. And now to have it just tied into ForeFlight instead of having to, another app, I just I like that functionality. Mm-hmm. So is this an extra cost, or is this included nope. in your four flight it's included subscription? With, it's included with all plans. How so about that? even even the most basic, you still get the watch app. Yeah. So you know, if you have four flight, and pretty much who doesn't? Uh, and if you don't, why aren't you? Yeah. Uh, go go and uh, uh, you know make sure you got the app on your phone and and onto uh, your Apple Watch if you have one, and uh, see how it uh, comes into use for you. I, I would have, you know, I think everybody's a little different, but yeah, like I said, just the weather, the METARs popping up, you know, you get that vibrating function on your watch. You know, I, I would bet if you came in close to a uh, weather system, it might vibrate and like, hey, better get your attention. Something's up on the radar coming your way or something, and that might be pretty handy in that regard, too. So that's good stuff. Yeah, and for the true Apple Watch nerds out there that like to customize their watch faces and things like that, the ForeFlight functionality is included as a complication, so you can add it to an existing screen, uh, you know, that you want to customize. Aha! Uh-huh. So if you only want, you know, a certain piece of it, you can actually have that superimposed around a normal chronograph, you know, watch face, and just have it show the current winds or temperature things like that. You can incorporate it into your own custom display. Well, and as speaking as a Apple Watch nerd yourself, where is your <laughs> complication placed? Uh, it's on my home screen at okay. all Okay. All right. Just wanted to clarify. I'm looking at it right now. So it's the METARs and the weather. Is that what you're taking advantage of? Have yeah, you actually been up in the plane yet using it since it's I so have, new? Uh, I haven't gone far enough to really sit back and play. I mean, it's only been, you know, little 30-minute flights here and there. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, now you got something, something new to uh, at least look at or experiment with. Seattle... Uh, help your your uh, you know workflow when you're flying in your airplane and doing some training. You actually just had a guy did a training flight with you, didn't he? That's correct. I just had one of my students uh, did his first solo in that uh, Cherokee 180, the one that we picked up just before AirVenture. Yeah. So he's moving along quite nicely. And it all worked out well? Does he have an Apple it, Watch? Uh, no. 
I'm I'm working on that with him. Oh. I, I got him to buy an iPad for okay. for four flight. Yeah, but he's still an Android guy. We're we're trying to break him of that habit. But uh-huh. it, it's it's difficult. Okay, you're going to try to uh, bring him to the light. Uh, yes, from the dark side. Exactly. Yeah. Obviously, Dennis is an Apple guy. If you haven't figured that one out. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to beat those uh, iPads in the cockpit, let alone having the Apple Watch. On your wristwatch. Yeah. All right, we got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hi, this is Heidi with Aspen Avionics. You are listening to Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Now, here's two guys I met at Air Adventure. I shuttled them around the grounds and they annoyed the hell out of me. But that's okay, their fellow pilots will let it slide. Take it away, boys. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along. Captain Dennis, we are your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information. All right, so obviously I've had my hands full uh, out there at AirVenture. I didn't get a lot of flight training. Talked about, uh, you know, picking up some trainers, uh, compared notes, talked to a lot of folks to update them on how I was coming along with my flight training, which, you know, first off, they were shocked I was there. And then they were like, hey, are you, do you get your ticket yet? And I'm like, well, I'm working on it. Oh, about damn time. You know, I had a few of those conversations. Some of them made it to the airways as they do. Uh, but, you know, right now I'm still, uh, well, I'm towards the end of my sporties online, uh, you know, classroom work. And uh, I'd say I'm about 80% there. There's a few things I got to brush up on before I'm ready to take the written, uh, written exam. And uh, I've been talking to Dennis about scheduling a, a Zoom session just for that. There's a couple things I got to go back over, you know, some of the equation uh, deals like weight and balance and, you know, the formulas and figuring out what's the best way to work with the, I don't know, what's the wheel thing? What is this? The whiz wheel or the, the E6B? Wheel. Yeah, the E6B wheel. And his last time I did this years ago it was on, uh, you know, the E6B calculator. And uh, so I'm I'm working this one with the wheel, and I'm not real totally comfortable with it. I've worked through a few problems. I get it. But I, I just got to brush up on it and, you know, build that muscle memory back. You do it a you know? couple times, and it becomes easier, especially because the instructions are written right there on the face of the uh, E6B. If That's you just right. know how to, how to use it. Yes. You got to read. And I'm much, I'm very much a movie person. So, uh, you know, we... <laughs> But that's a, you know, that's a personal issue, right? And, and luckily, I have Dennis to lean on. Uh, I have a CFI like Dennis that I can call and connect on Zoom. We can have a little session, do, you know, do what we got to do to get me over that hump. Now, not everybody has that option. And so Sporties is what announced a new plan that uh, kind of, you know, fill the void a little bit for folks that may not have someone like Dennis at, at their disposal. You think? 
Yeah, there's a, a new service that just started up called Insta CFI, and uh, it's the other way around. They actually partnered with Sporty, so I'm a, I'm hoping that what we'll see eventually is that there'll be links to Insta CFI right in the Sporty's app. Ah, so, okay. In you know, in your case, you're already paired up with me as your flight instructor, and obviously we can do Zoom sessions because we do it every week. Right. Uh, but uh, for people that don't have that, you know, close relationship with a CFI and just, hey, I need, I got some questions I need to have answered, or I want some help with some oral prep. I want to talk to somebody else uh, before my check ride or before my written test. You can actually go to Insta CFI and schedule a session and they'll basically arrange a Zoom session, send you an invite, and you'll be able to do one-on-one with the CFI. Hmm. All right. So it'll, uh, it's like a pilot matchmaker. Uh, online dating service. Well, not well, dating. It's kind of like Teladoc, where you you know <laughs> okay, you can go, yeah, that's you better. Know, it's Teladoc, but for your flight instructor. Yeah, and they you know they're also set up that if you're using uh, uh, ForeFlight for your uh, log keeping, uh, they can actually do um, endorsements via uh, ForeFlight as well. So you can actually get it in your logbook, the actual ground training. Well, there you go. So the website again is Insta what Insta what CFI. All right, like Instagram, but Insta CFI. Sounds good. Check it out if you need it. All right. So we got to finish up today's show with a story that happened while we're doing everything over in AirVenture. And uh, this was quite a story. Uh, you know, I, I thank God I wasn't on that plane. Uh, and, and it was what, a British Airways aircraft. Is that what it, it was? was? A, yeah. British Airways flight from, the, from uh, uh, Nigeria to the UK. Okay. And apparently they... They had a uh, plus-sized or volumetric passenger, depending how you want to describe it. A volume what? Volumetric. Volumetric (laughs) I'm using their words, not mine, but I liked it. It it does paint a very good picture. Uh, The politically incorrect way to say this is a fat flyer. um, Husky is like what we say in the biz. No, I I would be considered husky, but I can get in and out of a first-class seat. And apparently this gentleman could not. Okay, they so this, to actually this, disassemble what? The, <laughs> wow! So this guy's making Lizzo look skinny. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, that's All something right. along that line. They unfortunately do not include a picture of the poor passenger, and well, probably uh, rightly so. For him. But, yeah, yeah. But wow. I, I really got a picture painted in my mind that if you can't fit in one of those, you know, little cubicle sized, uh, you know, first class seats where they've got the little partition and yeah. everything, that's what it was. It was a. It was one of those. They they said they had to remove the door and get a hoist to get him out of the oh seat. Oh my gosh! Well, how I you know it'd be worth seeing the video of how the hell he got well, in there in the first place. <laughs> in the words of Bill Ingvall, little Crisco, here's your and, sign. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. I mean that. I mean, I feel for him honestly. It's yeah. I I, I would imagine that was not a, a pleasant experience for him. But a couple M M&M and M cookies and and uh, what is that? Cheese curd tacos. Yes. might be right up there with him. Yeah, to very we, much keep an eye on that. Let's hope that doesn't mean they're going to cut down the the service food in first class because <laughs> we don't want to fatten up our passengers so they can't get off the damn plane. Uh, but that that would be that would be a bad. Uh, solution, but th- th- that's crazy. That is a little nuts. I mean, you know, the th- we we've had that story before. But, you know, the nightmare scenario is like you're in the main cabin or economy seating, and you got a window or an aisle seat, and you're you're hoping like the Dickens that maybe I'll get an empty seat next to me, and then lo and behold, a good three hundred pounder sits right there in the middle. And takes over both both armrests and you know invades your space. 
that's like the nightmare scenario for me. And that's why I try to go up to business or first class any, any time I can possibly afford it. But, uh, I, I mean, in this case, at least his neighbor, there's that, you got that first class buffer. So he's not really interfering with anyone else, but, but if it's, uh, you know, keeping people from getting off or on the plane, well, that's an old, whole nother issue. I don't know. You would think there has to be some kind of guidelines put in place. They keep talking about it, but they keep holding back, don't they? Uh, They do. And I mean, in this case, he was confined to his own seat, so it wasn't impacting anybody else. Well, it was at the end of the flight because they had a three and a half hour delay to get him out of his seat. (laughs) Right. The people that had to use the plane for the next flight. We're screwed. We're probably inconvenienced, but yeah. you know, maybe that's why your flight was delayed, Greg. Well, God help us. Now it was it all I trickles was, through the system, you know. Yeah, well, that was British Airways, so I don't know. But I, I don't know what the solution is, other than they maybe they got to start putting, uh, you know, some uh, limits. Uh, like you can't be over this much weight. I mean, the only the, the downside to that that seems like an easy solution, but the downside to that, and I'm always uh, worried about this, is that they'll set the threshold like, okay, if you're over 300 pounds, uh, you're going to have to buy two seats. That's the rule. Whatever you know, they'll pick some you know fairly generous you know size, let's say, right, Dennis? But then you know what's going to happen. They're going to start whittling it down and whittling it down, and next thing you know, it's going to affect you and me. They're going to start paying by the pound exactly. for Exactly, right. So that's a very slippery uh, slippery slope that uh, I don't really want to go down either. So I, I, don't, I don't know what the solution is. So uh, right now, the only re- uh, restrictions are that you, if you're a plus-sized passenger and require a lap belt extender, you're not allowed to sit in an exit row. right. You know, because we don't want people, you know, having to struggle to climb over. Mm-hmm. But I'm also picturing a Winnie the Pooh incident here of, you know, somebody a plus size that can't get out of a first class seat trying to get out of a window exit on an Airbus or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> There's a picture there I don't need to see. Well, you know, I, I mean, I, I feel for for the people. But, you know, we, we've gotten into this whole scenario where you can't make fun of any people a- anymore. So that there's... It used to be for yeah they they could be shamed into compliance, but now it's like oh no I'm I'm big and beautiful uh, you have to accept me as their arms are like sticking you in the in the rib cage because they're a little oversized in that middle seat next to you. All so you can I do is know. bring free coupons for Ozempic. They would be offended, and that's Probably. a whole another issue that eh, we may have to address on Just Plain Radio at some point. We will see, but. That'll do it for this week. Till next time, remember, there's no better high than learning to fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlainRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlainRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle.
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 